de Global Latin Factor Podcast. Welcome, welcome you and all to another episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast where we talk about Latino everything. That's right. I'm your host, Crispin Valentin. And today we have another great episode for you. If you are enjoying the content that we are putting out, make sure you go ahead and subscribe and hit the notification bell. You already know the business. It helps us out and helps you out. And if you already enjoying and been subscribed, we'd really, truly appreciate it. Thank you very much. And if you are on the audio area, thank you very much. Make sure you follow wherever you are. And if you ever want, curious about checking out the video content, if you like YouTube and checking some of the videos, you're more than welcome to visit the channel and subscribe to the channel. Thank you for the ones you already have. We appreciate it very much. Now, today, we have another great episode for you. Now, at the time of the recording of this episode, Cinco de Mayo just happened. So we're a little late on it, but we did wanted to put our input, the Global Latin Factor input, as far as what happened, what it came to be, what does it mean? Because there's still a little bit of confusion in the general public, but we're going to help you out and tell you. But before we do that, I'm just going to... You know, we like to give you some life hacks about different things in life, maybe a little bit of advice of our life experiences. One of the things that I want to talk about is being able to say no, because it's very important to be able to do that, but also not taking no for an answer. I know, very contradicting. So I know sometimes you put yourself in, in such a bind by always being available or always being want it to be too helpful sometimes that it kind of bites you in the behind. And if you are this type of individual, then I think you need to learn how to say no. I know you need to know how to say no more often to save you some of that because it's kind of hard to help if you are not able to help yourself. And if you're in a bind to, and if you're really in a bind and you're really not able to assist, even though your heart wants to, at least you have the desire to, but it's okay to say no. Now, in regards to not taking no for an answer, what I mean about that, it's like whenever you're trying to, for example, sales individuals, salespeople, they, they have different trainings on how to, you know, maneuver through those things. So if you have a focus and, and, a, and a goal as far as wanting to do something, and if you get different no's, I mean, learn how to maneuver through that to see what what can you do to surpass that barrier and get to a yes as far as if you want to do something for yourself as far as anything in life, podcasting, whatever it is that you want to. That's something that you are able to 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 being able to, even though you say no or they tell you no, then that doesn't mean that the, the next follow up would be why. Not in a mean way, but just in like, why? Why is that? What, why, what can we do to work this out or what can we do to make it better or what can I do to, you know, different things like that. So. Don't always take no to be no in the sense of if you're trying to do something for yourself and you're really passionate about it and you have a drive and a dream for it, then you will find a way to maneuver through that if you your heart is in it with good intentions, uh, not in a bad way to work around that no and make it a yes or even even a, even a maybe, even if you get a maybe, that's even better than a no. And then, of course, you can work yourself through to get what you want. Okay, so today, as I mentioned, we're going to be talking about Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, so what is that? Okay, so that is the 5th of May, a holiday that celebrates the date of the Mexican Army's May 5th 
1862 victory over France at the Battle of Puebla during Franco, during the Franco-Mexican War. Now, can you tell me, before I go into it, can you tell me, can you tell me who led this battle? I want you to beat me in the comments and tell me who it's going to be because I know who it is and you'll be surprised. It was led by Texas-born General Ignacio Zaragoza. Yeah, he was born in Texas. Can you believe that? That's wild. In 1861, Benito Juarez, a lawyer and a member of the indigenous Zapotec tribe, was elected president of Mexico. At that time, the country was in financial ruin. After many years of internal battles and internal war, they were forced to default on some of the payments of the money that they have to borrow from Europe and some of the European governments. So Mexico owed money to France, they owed money to England and Spain, and a lot of money. So all three countries decided to send some troops over to the border. And I'm like, hey, sabes que? We need, a, we need to get our money back. Uh, you borrow some going through this. And pretty much Spain and England agreed to reach an agreement. However, France did not agree. France wanted to set and attack the Mexican forces in Puebla. That's right. So Cinco de Mayo was declared a national holiday, but remained relatively small in Mexico so the holiday, even though it's a holiday, it's mostly the celebrated in the U.S. Why is that, you say? Well, the holiday became more popular here because a lot of immigrants started moving and making their way towards the U.S. and to the, the South part and the Southwest and all that area. So as Mexican immigrants flooded into the American Southwest, they joined the festivities with their fellow Mexican-Americans who are already living in the United States without really knowing the story behind the holiday. Over time, that became something as a, a show of Mexican ethnic identity rather than a celebration for the Battle of Puebla against the invading forces of France. So at that time, you know, a lot of the times we talked about different identity that you don't know which way as far as like which way you identify or, you know, if you're Mexican, you're Mexican. If you're Mexican-American, sometimes you're not very welcome and if, different things like that, right? So there's a lot of that going on sometimes. And now a lot of Mexican-Americans take take it upon themselves to try to celebrate and identify more with their culture. And they get the word that this happened. Well, not necessarily, but they know that that battle happened and they take it and they're trying to become part of the things that they celebrate because a lot of us Mexicanos are very proud of where you're from. Uh, if you are a Latino from your diff different countries and uh, you're listening to it, uh, if you ever were curious about the Battle of Puebla, this is the reason why. And I know probably you have some holidays that, that you celebrate and mostly here in the States, United States, you celebrate more than maybe they celebrate in your hometown or your home country for whatever reason. So that's the reason why for Mexicans here or Mexican-Americans, they really take on this part because it's, it's something to be proud of as far as, you know, showing display of, of war, of warriors mostly. And uh, yeah, really embracing that part. So the battle lasted from daybreak to evening. And when the friends finally retreated, they lost nearly 500 soldiers and Mexicans lost almost 100 that were killed in that clash. Although Mexico won the battle, 
the country was still conquered by the French less than a year later. Still, the battle energized residents of Mexico with a renewed sense of national pride. So even though they lost with that battle, they were able to be like, wow, we did it. Like, even though it was a, a giant, a monster coming at us, a huge army, we were still able to, you know, put a fight. Even though we lost the, we lost the war, uh, we still feel proud that we did that. Although not a major strategic win overall, war against the French, Zaragoza's success of the Battle of Puebla on May 5th represented a great symbolic victory for the Mexican government, who, again, was continuing to move a resistance. In 1867, thanks to part uh, to the military support and political pressure from the United States, which finally in the position... so. At that time, they weren't able to help. But finally, in 1865, thanks to the military support and political pressure from the United States at that time now, which was finally in a position that they were able to aid Mexico in the Civil War, France finally withdrew their troops. Yes. So there's a couple of theories as to why Mexico's or the United States celebrates Cinco de Mayo. Now, I mentioned some of it already earlier, the one that a lot of immigrants were making their way from Mexico to the U.S., California, Texas, and all that. But another theory is, check this out. So, they a lot of, there's a few theories say that the reason why the U.S. embraces the holiday is because Mexico, if Mexico did not win the Battle of Puebla and delay the France from keep advancing and capturing Mexico, then it was possible that the France will French will continue to advance north to the north to the U.S. Since France favored the Confederate side, Mexico winning not only inspired some of the Union soldiers that a small army could beat a giant, it also allowed the Union time to win and also have time to recover and enforce the Monroe Doctrine. Also. Another reason, another theory was, we all know, there's like holidays for everything. There's, there's a reason why, you know, we have Fat Tuesday and different things like that. And that is beer. Yeah, of course, they sell the beer. They saw an opportunity to market beer, Cinco de Mayo. Hey, this is a Mexican thing. But understand that Cinco de Mayo is not Independence Day. It's not Mexico and Independence Day. We're going to do a separate episode about that as far as, Mexico, not only that day, not only for Mexico, but there's a lot of different countries from South America that get to celebrate this holiday at the same time. There's a reason why the Hispanic Heritage Month falls in that time frame as well. So we'll make sure we cover that in a different episode. Now, the same at the same year, the Austrian Archduke Ferdinand of Maximilian who had been installed as emperor of Mexico in 1864 by Napoleon, was captured and executed by Juarez forces. Uh, so Puebla de Los Angeles was renamed General Zaragoza, who died of thyroid fever months after his historic triumph there. So, yes, that is the reason why we celebrate Cinco de Mayo it's it's cool to to celebrate and um, anything really used to have a good time, but a lot of the times it's really not about the drinking part. It's like the reason why and the backstory. 
So when I was started looking and researching different things like that, because I really like to get in depth as far as trying to find out even some cool facts as to the reason why. Because a lot of the 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 episodes I've seen on different podcasts or different videos and, and hearing different things and then just Googling and searching different areas, uh, that angle about some of the theories as to the reason why the U.S. embraced the holiday more is because the French could have possibly kept going and maybe decided to invade the U.S. That's something that I didn't hear at all or I didn't hear much of. And I think logically speaking, as far as strategic and as far as the ambition that the French had at that time, it kind of makes sense that they might be moving in that direction. So that was pretty cool. And yeah, it's not all about the beer and drinking and hats and tacos and all that. Even though, it's again, it's pretty cool that people embrace uh, the uh, fact that a Mexican holiday is happening, regardless if there is a confusion that there isn't, if it's Independence Day or not. But at the same time, it's pretty cool that people do get to embrace this. Uh, you know, they just like other other holidays that we get to embrace, uh, you know, from the Irish or from different cultures, because that's what it's all about in the United States. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. So, again, we appreciate you. Subscribe if you like the content, if you like the episode, if you have any questions, corrections, you already know, hit the comments. Let us know. Again, subscribe. If you have not subscribed to the channel, Go ahead and subscribe. Tell a friend that is interested in learning more about Latinos. Again, the name is general just because it's recognized, but it, it's in itself. We just want to let you know how we kind of maneuver and we got real live, real situation, real artists, real live people that go through some struggles and different things like that. And you get kind of like an insight or how you can say we kind of operate a little bit if there's a misconception or, or an idea that is like, you think it's that, but it's not. I still feel like the unknown, we are afraid of the unknown. We're we really just, if because we don't know, we, we kind of either scare or intimidated or maybe just don't want to know. And I'm, I don't know, maybe it's just me that I'm always kind of curious about different things that I want to learn and I want to ask. And, and not in a mean way, but just kind of curious and just straight up ignorant sometimes about even other cultures about Latinos, you know, I met a, I met a, a few already that I got to talk to on the podcast and I got a few more that are going to be coming from other countries, um, in the, uh, in the Americas and, uh, Latin Americas. And I think it's pretty cool that I get to talk to them. A lot of them are doing different things for themselves. And, uh, at this time of the recording of the episode, there's a lot of graduations happening and there's, a uh, a lot of videos that I see that, other people were not encouraged to either they were told you will never graduate or this is the last graduation you're going to see comments like that towards people that are mostly minorities. And I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's, I think it's a, I know for a fact there was a lot of work done back in 1968 and forward to move our Latino people to, to go to school and have, have degrees, not only a, a bachelor's, but even more than that. And uh, I, I'm loving all the TikToks that I'm seeing. I'm going to share them on our Instagram. If you have not followed the page, go ahead and follow the IG. We post different things, clips and different things like that. And also some of the videos that I find appealing uh, on TikTok as far as inspiring things where people were told, like, you're probably not going to do this or 
we think that you have this and you, like a learning disability or we don't think you're going to make it and to i think one i saw it i really get all the name and details but i saw this lady that um was graduating uh in a in a law degree like she she went to an attorney what is that called carlos an attorney uh, what is it called the bar not the bar it's the bar exam but she was graduating as a lawyer and because she was told as, as a smaller kid that she wasn't going to be much and she just kept going at it and then before you know it now she's going to be graduating as a lawyer and i think it's a beautiful thing that that you you don't take no sometimes for an answer as i mentioned earlier that don't don't let just because people don't see what you're seeing dictate what you are able to do that's that's don't don't take on their limited beliefs because they don't believe but you know what you're supposed to be doing you know what you can do you know it inside of you like you really feel it inside of you so don't hold back and retain it because other people are pushing you that they don't see the possibility of you doing it but you do and the only thing that counts and the only thing that matters is what you think what you feel inside of you and and take it out and let it display into the world that you are able to do that, that you are able to graduate, that you are able to start a podcast, that you are able to start a clothing store, that you are able to to start a, a buy a lot of realtor, become a realtor, and, and have a lot of property and have your own business if you like. That you can do that. So get it out of you and, and follow your dreams. I've been hearing this a lot lately, and I think I need to express it more as far as like it's yours to to do. It's not nobody else. And I know sometimes it feels kind of lonely whenever you you're going after it. But again, if the belief was putting you to do this, then you're going to make it happen if you keep moving forward. OK, so this was another episode of the Global Latin Factor podcast. Remember, we are just like you. We are the spice in this melting pot in this world. Todos en este